0: Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Dakota Lynch and Randy Williamson.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. I'm Dakota Lynch.
2: And I'm Randy Williamson.
3: And I'm Hannah Conner.
1: All right, we are going to jump into what I think is going to be a great episode, and this is a little bit of a unique episode. Now, if you've listened to some of our other episodes, you know that we normally kick off with a passage of the day, but in today's episode, we're going to be sharing with you the top 10 verses to memorize. And so you'll be hearing a lot of scripture over the next few minutes, and just as a disclaimer, It is really hard to pick just 10 verses for this list, and I know that by the end of this you're going to say, I can't believe they didn't include my favorite verse. And so don't view this as an all-inclusive or an absolute list of the 10 most valuable verses in God's Word, but really, these are just some of the verses that have been most meaningful to us here on the show, and
2: so we're excited to share these with you. Dakota, I'm glad that you added that part, that this is not an absolute list, because we know that the Word of God is sufficient for every need that we have. So I think this list would probably change based on our season of life. At times, these verses, the Lord is speaking to us through them in a particular way. Tomorrow, it might be different. Absolutely. I would almost
1: say these are like the the first 10 verses that you should memorize as you get into Scripture memory. All right, here's the first one. This one is easy. Uh, John 3.16, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And that's obviously just such a a concise summary of the gospel that helps you understand God's plan of salvation, and it's just such a great verse to be able to share with others. So we would certainly put that at the top of the list of verses that you should memorize. Would you say that that's probably the first verse that most people learn? Absolutely. What would you say to that, Hannah? How, how young were you approximately when you, when you memorized John
3: 3.16? I don't remember exactly, but I know I was probably in preschool or kindergarten. and That was one of the first verses I had memorized. It's also a very common verse, too, and it's such a powerful one, and I think it's a great one to start off with. The next verse I would probably add to that would be Ecclesiastes 12.13, which says, "'The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep His commandments.'" For this is the whole duty of man. And I really love that verse because it kind of concludes our whole entire purpose of life here on earth, that we are here to glorify God and to honor Him and to fear Him and to walk in His ways. And that can give us a lot of clarity when we have all of these different voices calling at us from the world as to why we are here on this earth. But when we look at this verse, we know that God has already planned a purpose for us and He intends for us to fulfill that.
2: Mm -hmm. That's a wonderful verse, Hannah. Like you said, it shows that our chief purpose in life is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. You know, I think a mistake that a lot of people make when they're reading the book of Ecclesiastes is not going to that verse, not reading that far and keeping that verse in front of them because that's the thesis of the whole book, and in reality, that's the thesis for our lives. Well, I would add another verse, and this is from the Apostle Paul. Philippians 4.19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. What I love about this verse so much is that it speaks about God's daily provision for our lives. I don't know how you guys are or how our listeners are, but I find sometimes it's easier to trust God for salvation than it is for daily needs. Like the most difficult thing to provide, salvation, making us right with him, I find that I can rest in Christ for that, and yet I struggle to trust him for daily provision. This verse is a wonderful reminder that just as he provided Christ for our salvation, through Christ as well, he will meet every single need as he keeps us in the salvation he's given to us. I love that. And I love the all-encompassing
1: nature of this passage, every need of yours. And another passage that's very broad in its application is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Whether you're a a young person who's getting into memorizing scripture or you're an adult or just wherever you are in your life journey, you're encountering decisions You're encountering things that are too big for you, and this passage has that timeless reminder, trust
2: God and acknowledge Him. Mm, Very good. I love what's implied there. Lean not on your own understanding. Dakota, if you're not leaning on your own understanding, where are you going for wisdom? What's implied there? That would suggest that we're getting our wisdom from a a superior source. A superior source, the Word of God.
3: And that leads us to our next verse, which is Hebrews 4.12 which tells us that God's word is living and active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And this right here tells us what that source of our understanding should be. It should be in God's word because our understanding is imperfect and we don't understand fully everything and God's word is Um, all-encompassing, and it is eternally wise, and there's nothing lacking in God's Word. And we know that because it is alive and because it is active, we can daily lean upon that um, for understanding, we can gain the wisdom that we need for daily life through God's Word.
1: Amen. I'm thinking about uh, some conversations I've had with people over the years, and I always tell them, you know, don't memorize Scripture because you think it's going to confirm everything you already believe but it's going to transform what you believe. And and this verse kind of speaks to that. We're not memorizing scripture because it lets us stay the way we are, but it's going to divide soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It's going to do some dramatic things, but things that need to be done in our lives.
2: Absolutely. I'll tell you guys just a a quick funny. When I think about Hebrews 4.12, I always think about shaving. And when I learned to shave, I don't shave anymore. I've got a beard. But I used to cut myself a lot when I would shave, and the reason why I would cut myself is I would apply pressure on the razor. And I can remember my dad telling me, son, don't do that. The blade is so sharp, it cuts on its own. You don't need to force pressure. on That's what the Word of God is like. If you'll just expose the Word of God, if you'll read the Word of God and take it in, the Word does the work. The Word does the cutting. Well, I've got another verse for you. Oh, this is a good one. Isaiah 53, 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Isaiah 53 is the chapter about the suffering servant. And Isaiah, um, under prophetic inspiration, is looking centuries forward and he's seeing the atoning work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, predictions about the Messiah were, are so prominent in the book of Isaiah that Charles Haddon Spurgeon called it the fifth gospel. And what I love about this is what the Lord, what the Father has done for us through the Son. We've gone astray. We're sinners. Uh, We're apt to go our own way. And what has He done? He's gone after us, and He's laid the iniquity meant for us on His Son. That is the heart of the gospel.
3: And I think memorizing verses like Isaiah 53, 6 and others that um, speak about the prophecies and of Christ, they help us to be more gospel-minded throughout the day. And when we internalize these verses, we can have our minds fixed on the gospel of Christ, which naturally will affect every part of our lives. And um, that's why it's so important to have these, these gospel truths in our hearts, is that they will conform us to Christ and to his gospel and also just magnify who he is in our minds.
1: Looking at that verse, it points ahead to Christ on the cross And thinking of Christ on the cross leads us to our next passage, Galatians 2.20, where Paul writes, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What a a beautiful picture of fruitful, self-sacrificing Christian living.
2: I love also what's implied here as well, that that Christ has broken the dominion of sin and his resurrected life lives in us and through us. So that while we're not perfect this side of glory, we do enjoy victory over sin and no no longer operates from a place of dominion and authority.
3: And that leads us to our next verse, which is 1 John one nine, And that says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And what I especially love about this verse is that it's not some unrighteousness or only the unrighteousness we had in our past, but it's all unrighteousness and that there's no limit to his extending grace and to his love for us and that um, if we confess those, he is faithful and he is never not faithful. So we know whatever we are going through and whatever sins we commit, we know we can come boldly to his throne of grace and obtain that mercy that we need.
2: I was actually working on this verse with my kids uh, two nights ago, and they were having trouble remembering to cleanse us, that part of the verse. And so it was a great opportunity to, to teach them about the work of Christ, that in Christ we're not only forgiven but we're cleansed. And the reason that we're cleansed from all unrighteousness is so that we can enjoy fellowship with God. God is holy. He's pure without sin. He can't have fellowship with that which is sinful. And so what do we have in Christ? When we sin, we confess, we're forgiven, we're cleansed, so our sweet fellowship with the Lord is restored. Well, I, I want to share uh, another verse now, Revelation 4.11. And I've got to make a confession to you guys and to our to our listeners. I've not memorized a lot of verses from the book of Revelation, but I want to start because it's a wonderful book, and something that I've been thinking about and reading is the amount of doxologies and worship within that book. A lot of times we think about it as a rather enigmatic book. It's dealing with end times. There's so much symb- symbology Uh, different things going on that we have trouble wrapping our minds around, and yet scattered throughout are all these verses on praise. Listen to one, Revelation 4.11. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. By right of creation, God has revealed who he is, and he is a good God worthy of
1: worship. What a great capstone to this list of 10 verses, a verse that just brings us uh, into a spirit of praise and adoration of our God and our Creator. So we made it through that list so quickly because, boy, these are such wonderful passages of Scripture. And as we immerse ourselves in them, it's so refreshing. And, and yet, uh, as we said, there are so many others we could share. And as we wrap this episode up, we do want to let you know about a Scripture memory course called The Classics. Uh, This is a scripture memory course that covers the top 100 verses every Christian should know. So if we didn't cover your favorite today, there's a good chance that it's included in the classics. And of course, it includes the 10 verses we talked about today, as well as some others that are so, so good. And what I love about this memory course is that it comes with Bible verse flashcards that help you memorize the verses. And it also comes with a verse card wallet so that you can take those cards with you, review them throughout the day. And as you memorize your verses each week, the booklet has devotional material that's going to help you study and apply those verses to your life. So this is a really great memory course for families to work through together, and so we're really excited to make it available to our podcast listeners for a special price of just $10. You can take advantage of that by going to scripturememory.com/classics and use the coupon code FAMILY. Again, that's scripturememory.com/classics And use that coupon code FAMILY. As always, thank you for joining us for today's episode. We trust you'll be blessed this week as you meditate on these verses and as you take time to hide God's word in your heart. And we hope you'll subscribe and join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your Scripture Memory journey, visit us online at ScriptureMemory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible Memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.